0: Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Kevin West with uh, Real Life with Pastor Kevin here on uh, Expression Radio, and I uh, just want to welcome you for the week. Uh, it's Monday morning, and I know everybody's kind of getting ready for the week and what what's what all's happening with you know the weather change. Um, and, and I talked to Caden wanted to wear shorts to school uh, on uh, Friday. And I said, gosh, you know, I can't wear shorts. And, and he said, "What's 60? And it kind of is 60, you know, 60 degrees. But it, after being last week at, you know, 5 and 6 degrees and 7 degrees, it's such, such a weather change. No wonder people are having, you know, sick and all kinds of different problems out there. But it's just the signs of the times we're in right now and the season we're in because we're in, uh, in the middle of January or end of January, I guess, now. And February is right around the corner. And I know many of you, uh, you know, are kind of looking forward to spring. I know I am as well. Winter, I'm okay with winter when it starts, but after about one or two days of winter, I'm ready for spring and summer. So uh, that's kind of how I, uh, I live and enjoy. And I know many of you are that way too. So, uh, but we're almost there. Uh, it's not, it's going to be as far as it has been. You know, we've already got, you know, November, December, January now. You know February and March to go, and then it kind of starts getting green again, and the flowers start blooming, and the grass starts getting green, and we start cutting grass again. You start smelling the grass. I can almost smell it now talking about it, so uh, I'm excited about that. Anyway, with that said, um, welcome uh, today. Uh, I know many of you um You know, listen to the program and maybe listen to the podcast at a later time. Um, But I I really want to take a moment here, if I can, just encourage you to, uh, if you're able to go back and watch some of the services online, I think they're on the same they on YouTube as well. YouTube, so you can get them on YouTube, our Expression Church YouTube page. Uh, then there's also, they're on Facebook Live, um, on our archives, if you go back and look at the date. And you can see the mid, which is a Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock and then Sunday morning at 11. Um, I just want to encourage you, if you're able to come, there has just been an incredible um you know, outpouring of the Lord's Spirit in, in revelation and in experience, uh, in our services. So, uh, I just want to encourage you, if you're able to, uh, to be here physically, I would encourage you to do that. We pray for people every Sunday and, you know, we, um, have obviously incredible worship. And then, uh, the word has been going forth. I've been hitting so much feedback on, uh, just some of the stuff that we've been teaching and preaching. And, um, I would just encourage you to be able to come. That is, The mid is 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights right here at 115 Cheshire Way here in Huntington. And it lasts from 7, and we try to end really close to 8 o'clock as we can, eight eight o five. Uh, that way you can get home, because I know many people drive a distance to get there. And then on uh, Sunday mornings, um, you know, there's, a, there's a Sunday school class with the crawls at 9.30, and they open up the scripture. I think they're doing the book of James now, I think, uh, um, and teaching that. Uh, so it's real Bible-based, as well as they have you know other people in the classes with them. So um, I would just encourage you, to if you're able to come to 9.30, uh, the Bible study... Or the Sunday school classes, it's more of a small group environment, which is, you know, you get to know people and you have developer relationships and, um, you know, Intimate discussions and interaction with people that allow you to kind of, you know, be transparent about your life and their life and uh, open up the Bible. And Scott and Beth do a fantastic job of facilitating that and bringing out the truth in the scripture uh, while also helping create a backdrop for a relationship. So, uh, really excited about that group. Also, um, then at 11 o'clock, we meet in our in our sanctuary with our worship team, and that's where everybody kind of comes together. We have an actual uh, celebration-type um, service. While we're meeting there, the children are meeting, expression kids are meeting in their own service uh, here in the building. And then there's also early childhood, uh, and um, they have their own service as well. And then there's nursery uh, for the little ones. So um, while we're doing that in the building across the street now, we um, is our Expression Student Ministries with Pastor Michael and Bridget Rousey and their team, uh, and we have a, a middle school group, a high school group. They all come together and then they, they kind of break out into groups uh, based on the age. So middle school has their kind of their own feel, high school has their own feel. They come together for worship, obviously, uh, but that goes on at the same times, and uh, they're they're there in their own services three times a month. On the first Sunday of every month, we all come together, the student ministries as well as the adults, um, and we all come together and have one big you know, church service, and that way they can worship with us in the adult sanctuary and adult service. And then the other Sundays of the month, they have their own service. And then while the children are uh, having their own service, they have their, they meet every week by themselves and have their own pa- worship team. They have their own sermons. They have their own you know, hospitality. They do their own thing. And uh, the kids learn at the kindergarten through fifth grade. They learn how to uh, serve and learn all about the, the atmosphere of worship and um, in those environments by themselves. So it's incredible uh, way that things are set up here, and I want to encourage you to come and be a part of that. And if you're looking for a home church, if you're just trying to say, I need to get back in church, I need to get in church for the first time, I need my kids in church, my grandkids in church, my neighbor's kids in church, I got to do that. This is you know, this is the place uh, where the every there's a ministry for every age. Also, we have a ministry for. I'm just going to go ahead and go in a commercial here. Um, a, a ministry for our seniors, uh, Sterling Silvers, with pastors Jonathan and Catherine Cox. A very active, vital, vital, uh, vital group of our our church. Uh, Their senior ministry, but they have they're they're full of vitality and uh they 're full of life, so uh, I want to encourage you to come and uh and, you know, take part of that if you 're looking for a seniors ministry and seniors ministry is anything over the age of whatever you want it to be <laughs> to be honest with you uh, they're you know most of them are in their sixties seventies eighties even uh, but they really get together and they 're active and they do a lot of stuff and a lot of relationship building and uh they're a real solid. A group. We also have a ministry. I think goes with uh, with mentioning this morning is uh, Loretta Covington does a uh, an Anchor Hold ministry, which is a grief ministry. And that grief is not just the loss of a loved one in a death, but it could be a divorce. It could be a, a pet. I mean, we we know people that have lost you know, pets, uh, really close family members. It doesn't have to be you know a husband and wife, or they've lost children. So if that's you and you're just having a hard time or just wanting to get a connect. Maybe you have come through it, and you have something to offer. Well, Loretta's group is um, a group that gets together periodically uh, to uh, have fellowship and food and and relationship building, And but also it gives you an opportunity to process some of that grief uh, that you're uh, maybe experiencing. So if you're Needing that, you're, we'd love for you to be a part of that. But also, if you've already come through it, and um, you know you're on the tail end of it, and you have some experiences that you can share, I'm sure Loretta would love for, to have you come and be a part and uh, help pour into some of those that are still having some struggles uh, through the process. So, uh, with all that said, I just want to encourage you to be uh, uh, continue to you know stay faithful to the Lord, and because what He's doing these days is just it's, it's spectacular. I know we're in election year. I know we're also uh, in football season, uh, Sam. Right now, we, uh, you know, when we're recording this, we don't know who's in the Super Bowl yet. Uh, that that comes the, on Sunday, uh, but we're recording this on Friday uh, morning. Uh, so uh, you know, it's probably going to be. Who do you think? I uh, say. Uh Detroit and Baltimore. Detroit and Baltimore. Yeah, that's what I want. Is, is that you're pulling for? Yes. Um, so it'd be the Ravens and uh, the Lions, and uh, so you feel uh, who do you think's going to be who do you think's going to win that game? If you have if you have a choose, mm-hmm. Baltimore. Baltimore is strong. Yeah, it's going to be hard to beat Baltimore. So they got a good defense as well. Uh, but the Lions have some momentum. They all four any any four of those teams could actually pull it off. <clears throat> so uh, you know we'd be anxious to see how that goes. And that'll be, of course, that's two weeks from sunday you know so we'll know um <clears throat> by the time this is aired we'll have known who is in the super bowl so uh but those both of those games go uh, live sunday and it's just to kind of where it is i'm sure we'll be doing some stuff for the super bowl here at the church uh um, maybe have some you know men's things and guys together and some food or whatever if not then we'll have them at different people's houses and uh, have a super bowl party at you know, different places so uh, just a good time for this year because that really kind of cap in inca- in caps the um, football season at that point and then we start moving into the March um, February you know February takes us into March Madness for, for the basketball which is what I've always enjoyed college basketball and of course the NBA is it seems like it goes on they play year-round it seems like anymore they go all the way the finals all the way to June you know and they start in October September uh, so it's almost like they play year-round, you know. But that's okay. I mean, if you're a sports person like we are here at the church, you got a lot going in. And I know uh, next week I think the pitchers and catchers report to spring training camp and uh, baseball uh, down south is uh, in the out west in Arizona. Um, they, they'll start, you know, getting ready and uh, stretching and ready to roll. And uh, they'll, they'll start playing, you know, Preseason ball games, um, sometime probably the end of February, early March. And then the season will kick off at the end of March or first of April. And it'll be baseball. So uh, it just keeps going. It just, just that's what the seasons of life and cycles of life are really 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 all about. Um, with that said, um, I'm going to take a break here in just a moment, and then I want to get into the scripture for the last half of the program and uh, read some scripture to you, and just kind of talk a little bit about a, a devotion that I've been kind of working on here at the church uh, through with our congregation, and I'm hoping it'll be some sort of a blessing to you. So um, we're going to go ahead and take that break now, and then when I come back, we'll do uh, you know probably the last. 12 or 13 minutes, will be uh, uh, just breaking open the Bible. So you're listening to the Real Life with Pastor Kevin West right here on Expression Radio.
1: We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click Donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.
0: Welcome back everybody. This is Pastor Kevin West with... um, Real Life with Pastor Kevin on Expression Radio, W-I-T-O, W-I-R-O, I I guess, is uh, the Twelve thirty in Ironton um, is where the signal is located. But we actually thank God for the app, which takes us to about one hundred seventy-seven countries across the world. And if you want to share this app, I would encourage you to do that. Just uh, share the app and send it to other people. Post it on your social media, uh, like it, share it, and then uh, other people can get it as well. Because there's programs that are happening pretty much regularly here on uh, all week. And then when there's not programming. Christian ministry, there's also praise and worship music that goes on that'll be an encouragement to you as well, uh, some of the most current songs as well as some of the, the favorites that kind of kind of we carry forward, so good opportunity for you to, to, to do the ministry and carry the ministry with you on your phone, and if you're on Bluetooth on your car, obviously that's a good way to listen to it as well, which is what I do most of the time, it seems like, anymore. Um... Let me do this. I'm going to turn the numbers to Numbers chapter 21, and I'm going to start in verse 1. I'm in the King James today, um, but if you'll um, kind of follow with me here, I can, I'm can. i going to break down a couple of truths and then just kind of encourage you a little bit today. You know, one of the things I've kind of come to realize over the years, and it's kind of hard to settle in with this, but um, you know... Revelation is progressive and what I mean by revelation is being progressive you build on something and then you learn more and then how much more you learn next month will be built on what you learn today and so it's progressive it's it's fresh and it's real. And um, it's it's like a building block. So God continues to pour out his Spirit and show us and teach us things that we probably have never seen before. He'll affirm and reaffirm some things, but then he gives us fresh stuff that we go, Oh, I've never seen that before. And then it always either challenges your current understanding or it gives you a confirmation of your understanding, one of the two. And uh, your, your responsibility, and my responsibility is to when a truth comes and hits us and is revealed to us, we either embrace the new truth or they truth or we, you know, discount it. And if we discount it, then, you know, we uh, have to know why we discount it and then say, well, that's not true. But if it is true, we have full responsibility to embrace it. And uh, a lot of times growing up in church, I've learned and I'm learning that I had a measure of truth, but a lot of my truth I understood was incomplete. And what God is revealing to us today is not making those things obsolete, they're just making them more complete and understanding. So with that said, I'm in Numbers chapter 21. Right now I'm going to start in verse 1 in King James. And let me just pull out and extract a couple of truths here uh, that maybe you already know these things, but if not, then it'll be encouragement to you. And when King Arad, verse 1, the Canaanite, Which dwelt in in the south heard. Let's see, heard tell that Israel came by the way of the spies. Then he fought against Israel and took some of them prisoners. And Israel vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If thou wilt indeed deliver this people unto my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Israel. And delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them and their cities, and he called the name of the place Hormah Horma. And they journeyed from Mount Or by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. And the soul of the people were much discouraged because of the way. Isn't that strange? People get discouraged because of the way. The way gets hard sometimes. It gets long. Feels like you're never going to get there. And discouragement is easy to set in when in the on the journey. Um, you you, you don't get discouraged when you you think about the future, but when you realize, well, my gosh, I got a long way to go, it gets discouraging. So they got discouraged because of the way. The way can be discouraging. It feels like sometimes. Uh, because you see no way out, no end in sight. My God, I'm getting tired and weary. Uh, When is this going to be over? Uh, I don't see any change. Uh, Maybe this is my lot in life. All those things begin to cause discouragement because of the way. And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore, have you brought us, is what they said, have you brought us out of Egypt just to die in this wilderness? For there's no bread. There's neither, is there any water? And now our souls loatheth Look at this, this light bread. We don't even want this stuff anymore. I mean, we've had enough. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people. And much of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. Now watch this. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that has bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, put it on a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he held the serpent of brass, he lived. In other words, when that brass serpent that was placed upon that pole that Moses had created, when he looked at that brass serpent, he was healed. He lived. And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in Oboth. Now watch this. And they journeyed from Oboth and pitched in Jerobarim in the wilderness, which is before Moab, before toward the sun rising. From thence they removed and pitched in the valley of Zarod, From thence they removed and pitched in the side of Arnon, which is in the wilderness that cometh out of O of coasts of the Amorites. For Armon for Armon is the border of Moab, and the Moab and the Amorites. Now watch this. Here's what I want you to see. Wherefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, what did the red what did in the Red Sea? What did he did in the Red Sea? And in the brooks of Armon. Arnon, and at the stream of the brooks he goeth down to the dwelling of Ar, and lieth upon the border of Moab. And from thence they went to Beer. Then he went. the Lord spake unto Moses, gather the people together, and I'm going to give them water. Then Israel sang this song. Here we go. Spring up, O well, sing unto it. The princess digged the well, the nobles of the people digged it, this is so good, by the direction of lawgiver and their, with their slaves, and from the wilderness into the mat, matana, matana, and from Matana to Nahilia, and Nahilia to Barmouth, after Barmouth the valley, and in the country Moab the top of Pisgah, which looked toward Jer- Jeshamun. And Israel sent messengers unto Sion, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through the land. We will not turn into the fields, nor into the vineyards. We will not drink of the waters of the well, and we will go along by the king's highway until we pass the borders. And Sion would look at this. Sion would not suffer Israel to pass through his border. But Sion gathered all these people together and went out against Israel in the wilderness and came against Jaz. Sion would not let them pass through. And Israel smote him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land, <laughs> and Arnon unto Jabuk, even unto the children of Ammon. And Israel took all of these cities, and Israel dwelt into the cities of the Amorites. I'm gonna keep going here. Wherefore they speak in this in Proverbs, say, "Come unto Hishpan, the city of Zion." Be built and prepared, for there is a fire gone out of Heshbon, a flame from the city of Zion, it hath consumed Ar and Moab and the lords of the high places. Woe to thee, Moab, thou art undone, O people of Shamash and he hath given his sons that escaped and his daughters the captivity of Zion king of Amorites. We have shot at them, Heshbon is perished even to this day. Then Moses sent out sent two spy out Jazar, and they took the villages thereof. Now watch this. And the Lord said unto Moses, Fear him not, for I have delivered him into my, thy hand and all of his people in his land. And thou shalt do to him as thou doest to the king of Sion, and the Amorites, and dwell. Then they smote him and the sons and all the people until there was none left above, and they possessed the land. Here's what this does. Moses is taking the children of Israel and this is obviously in numbers and it's actually in the wilderness. So they're not in the promised land, they're in the process of getting to the promised land. And they have sent spies, they have the they they've gone to look at you know different cities, but in the process of the of the journey from the children of Israel's Egypt experience of of the of the Exodus until Joshua comes and takes them in the promised land, there was 40 years in the wilderness and this is a good example of a snapshot of what took place in a picture of some of that time in the wilderness Moses was fighting for his life he was there was battles there was wars there was a, a crazy fights going on and all those fights and all those battles and all those wars were doing this for one thing, one purpose and this is what's strange if you have left where you were, and you said, I'm not staying where I'm at anymore. I'm I'm growing. I'm moving on. I'm going into the promised land. I want all what God has for me. But yet you haven't already attained where God has for you. You're in this transition period or what I would call the wilderness period. God allows this is strange, but he allows sometimes, you know, tension, sometimes you know, trials, sometimes tribulations. Sometimes he allows things to happen, circumstances, situations in that wilderness period to do two things. Number one, it is to show you how big he is in the midst of the the turbulence. But it also is to show you some of the things that are inside of us that we have to change. It shows mindsets. So during that struggle, during that strain, during that fight, during that war, and it's not just a war with other people it's a war internally we're battling within ourselves to try to figure out how in the world we're going to get through this thing and how's this going to go and in that in that tension when we're fighting and Struggling, God allows us to see some of our mindsets, and the reason those mindsets come to the forefront in the battle is because God wants us to see something different, change the way we see life, change how we see ourselves, change how we see Him, change how we see our enemy. Why? Because God's taken you into that land of promise, and the the mindsets and the belief systems and the way you see life in the current way can't take can't be taken with you into the new place. We have to change those in the wilderness because when we get over here into the land of promise, it's hard to have dominion, it's hard to rule, it's hard to reign, it's hard to live victorious when we have some of those mindsets that we have over in the, we've had in 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 the wilderness. So God will allow those fights, he'll allow those tension moments, he'll allow all of that to bring to pass, show us some things that we see that has to change and then he will help us change Why? To prepare us for that next season when we are really walking in the true victory. Isn't that good? It's good stuff. God's taken us in a, on a journey, and Moses is a good example in Exodus chapter 21, and the whole chapter is about that journey and how the children of Israel were up and down, roller coaster ride, trying to figure it out, happy one moment, mad the next, thankful one moment, selfish the next, but they realize at the end of the day, and Moses did as well, that mindset, that, that attitude cannot go into the land of promise because we cannot conquer and stay conquerors in. That land of promise with the mindsets that we have here in the wilderness—they got to change. So embrace some of those things that God's doing in your life right now. It's tough, it's difficult at times, it's frustrating. But embrace those things because during those moments is when God wanting to change you, and you may not even realize you're changing, but you're changing. Those, those those wrestling matches have a way of making change in your life, whether you know you're changing or not. So I want to encourage you today: embrace those changes, embrace those moments. You know, don't try to get past them all real fast. Let God have his perfect work in your life in the midst of some of the struggles that we're having in your life today. I hope you've enjoyed today. This has been a good week for us, a good good morning for us, and we're expecting wonderful things to happen for you, to you, with you, all around you, and through you uh, for the rest of this week. God bless you guys. you listening to Pastor Kevin West right here on Expression Radio.
1: Join us as we change the world.